Welcome to the first episode of Moon Base Beta, not a space podcast. We are your hosts, Amber and Devin. And we are very excited to introduce to you our new podcast, which is all about continuing the legacy of Harmontown's Moon Colony. In it, we interview and get to know many of the community members who made Harmontown such a special experience. As Harmontown itself is coming to a close, this podcast will start its journey expanding the Harmontown universe in a more community-based direction. And now, we are over the moon to introduce to you today's guest, my dad, Earthshine Jane Cook. Can I sing a song? Yes. If you want. Because there's a song right that I wrote. Yeah, there's a song I wrote about Harmontown. Oh. Uh, I, I, just because I'm kind of in the mood for it. Okay. For me, it, it like really captured Harmontown. Okay. So it's called I Got Nothing. Okay, do it. So I got nothing, but that's all right. Because I'm hanging with my Harmontown friends tonight. We're getting off on tangents and sipping Earthshine. Meeting good folks as we're waiting in line. Yeah, it's going to be a bad show. But that's all right. Because I'm on the moon in Harmontown tonight. That was great. Yeah. I, I felt like my clap wasn't hurt, so I... Mm-hmm. So that, yeah, because that, cool. that kind of goes back to the very beginning, right, of, the, mm-hmm. of, the, of when we were at uh, Meltdown the first time and meeting pe- people while we were in line and, and meeting Hill and Russ. I remember and, that. And Seek and, and um, Bill and... What's his name? Spencer walked by. That was exciting. Watching Spencer walk by and... Yeah, it was all, it was, that was your first Harmontown experience mm-hmm. for your 17th birthday. Yeah. I flew And now that. you're 20, you just turned, tw- your birthday. I'm 23 You now. just, your birthday, this is like a, an, if you, on, on his birthday? Uh, it was, uh, it was a month after. So this was, this so was Earth Shine. So this is episode so 78. So this is close to Very the anniversary close. of your first showing. It is. Yeah. Whoa, that's so cool. This is the sixth anniversary. Yeah. Wow! Of, uh, and now, of... and now you're married to me. Like, <laughs> comes out perfect. Okay. Um, so <laughs> that's kind of the beginning of like, there's the beginning of our interview or something. Mm-hmm. Um, what? How did we decide to go there for my birthday? Like, did did I ask for that or did you suggest it? So I had, uh, I been to I, I went out to Harmontown in August because mm-hmm. uh, I was actually on a I have a question so, yeah can within line with this how soon how when did you, how old were you when you found were you, I mean you were a bit young for it uh, I think actually yeah one step back on the, actually I want to know uh, the exact origin of you finding it because you've been okay, I'm looking up when beginning. I'm looking up when the first episode came out because that's when I started listening was I went to the podcast and there was only one episode on there. I think it was That's June insane. or July of 2000. Talk about, like, origin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's OG. Um, that is crazy. And you were so young, too. Too young, really, but... And I had my concerns about that. <laughs> it turned out fine. Somewhat. Yeah. So, the, I, think the, I think the first episode was either July or October. Well, it's October. No, it was October when you and I first talked about it. Harmontown. Uh, do they have original release? Twenty twelve, June sixteenth. June sixteenth. Okay, so it was June. Twenty 
2012. It's 2019. Yep, so seven. It's coming up on just over seven years. The podcast is just over. That's seven almost years about old. how long you knew me. I think yeah. you met me right after. I think right after you went the first time. We've been together almost six years. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think. Yeah, so and, it must have been not. And not, how old was I in 2012? You would have been in in June of 2012. You were 15. Okay, so I was 15 years old. No, you, it, when you met me, you were 16. Oh, right. So you were you were 15 going on 16. You were, you were going to be 16 soon. And yeah, when so you met 15. me, you were 16, and then you turned 17 like mm-hmm. a month after we met. And I remember that. Then I mean, I, wasn't I your first girlfriend? Yes. Yeah. First kiss, only kiss. Devin's my only kiss, ever. Yeah. I've had boyfriends before him, but I was like, I don't like you that much. So. And you dated a couple of girls. Yeah. Anyway, roller skating. That wasn't a date. I, I, even I asked, thought it was. I asked her on a date, and she was like, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've had that clarification myself a few yeah. times. <laughs> like, this is a date? No, it's not a date. It's definitely not. Yeah. I'm like, okay, it's cool. Post I'm just going to go over here. Mm-hmm. Not a date. I was 15. I went on, I was, in, I was sitting in the dining room of your place in Elmira. You and mom were We just separated. You just separated. I was still depressed from that and I went I, I searched community because I was had gotten into community f- like a year earlier mm-hmm. um, on podcasts because I was also getting into podcasts so I was like is there a community podcast and then it came up and I had seen Dan Harmon's name in the opening credits I didn't really know who it was but it's like oh Harmontown Dan Harmon podcast and so I listened to the first episode there was no introduction for that first episode. I it was just that. because it had been going on for like a year before yeah, that, they started I remember recording. When when you told me about it, I was like, I should check up on it. And watching it, I was like, Am I is this the first episode? Yeah, that's what I Because it, it, I was like, Am I missing episodes? <laughs> like Yeah, yeah they they don't confusing. explain that they're it's been going on for a while and now we're recording it as a podcast until the second episode. Yes. The first episode is just basically they're treating it as just another live show. I don't but it was heavily edited. Yes. Yeah. And so I I listened to that. I was like this seems cool but I'm so confused and so I stopped listening cuz I was like having a panic attack trying to figure it out. Um but then I did, I went to you for that and I was like oh okay so yeah, I had someone to buffer me. I on had that. to explain that. Um but then later I was like, that. I, I'll give it another trial. I'll listen. Maybe I'll, I'll figure it out. And then I got through that, and I loved it. And then I listened to the next one. It's like, oh, that that explains now. That, now, now I get it. Um, and I think the first time I heard it was mm-hmm. you were you were at mom's, and I was just I was coming over. I custody time on the weekend with you. Mm-hmm. And I went up to your bedroom, and we were just talking about stuff. You said, I want to share this thing with you. And you, you, you found it was it was um, the Night Court song. What did I show you on? Uh, I think you pulled it up on laptop. Okay. Uh, but it was night. It was the Night Court song because you thought that I would enjoy that because you knew that I was old enough that I probably actually remembered the original series, which I did. Uh-huh. I just liked. And then you what played it, and, it. And you were so excited because you you had sort of picked up on their riff that this was the best version ever where someone had had taken had introduced lyrics to an existing song i'll play this for you amber real quick i mean i don't remember a lot of they things. recently re-upped it just a couple of, like a but you can play that so i mean if you want to play it for me i just i am a little defensive in the fact that you're like i'll play this for you uneducated swine and i'm like excuse me <laughs> 
No, but like I have, I have, I have watched a lot of it. I may not remember a lot of it. Days in the courtroom. Days, days in the courtroom aren't much fun. Come to the night court, everyone. Your frowns on trial, approach my smile. I sentence you to stay a while. And then, so that's what I showed you. It's like a live show. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so that. Session stand somewhere, put up and charge everybody. What the heck? And, and that's. Candles! I don't get that reference, but that's okay. It's a vine. Okay. <laughs> so, so that was my introduction. That was the very first thing I heard on. Okay. And Did then, you know who Dan Herman was? Uh, you had explained to me, I mean, I, I knew Community because uh -huh. we had watched that together as a family. Um, all okay. of us together is one of the, yeah. uh, it was kind of one of the things we were doing before the divorce. Wait, I just want to say, and then with clean so I can cut this out. Uh, Sometimes when you're sort of thinking to yourself or getting off on a tangent. Oh, I do. Yeah. yeah. Um, so do just keep that in mind. Okay. Um, so. Sort of like a, 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 like a, just a tornado. <laughs> fading in the distance. There was this great triumphant disaster, but it then slowly just disappears. And you're like left with, with nothing but the air whistling through the broken. Okay. It's, that's that's exactly that it. Was, that was great. <laughs> that's exactly it. So after, after you played me that, and we thought, oh, this was really fun. So then you said, oh, let's listen to something else. And then you played me Jeff's story of, on the golf course. Where he goes, I can't. <laughs> he can't. I can't get it in the hole or whatever it was. You know, his, his, um, so that, that, and then at that point I was like, okay, my 15 year old is listening to a, to blue comedy <laughs> on this podcast, but it's Dan Harmon. And you know, I think you told me about the story circle and, and how important it was for your writing. And, oh, and, and I mean, your backstory for also, community was important too for that. Devin is very grounded and a very polite person. Well, I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> <laughs> He was 15. <laughs> Nobody's it's true, like, 15. nobody can, like, gauge exactly what's going to happen when a 15-year-old's in the room. His brain was half When half a 15-year-old hears a C-word, you don't know what's going to happen <laughs> You to don't them. know. They're just, <laughs> that, they're like, that, spontaneously combust flames are shooting out of them. That, what the? That is a huge fork in the road for a parent. The first time the child Spontaneous the combustion. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, the bills for that. Um excerpts from the Christmas episode, the Claymation Christmas episode, mm -hmm. and you were so excited that there was a mainstream TV show that was using Claymation, Yeah, and that's what actually... It's not Claymation, it's bomb stock armatures with silicon molds. That's... <laughs> Want to repeat that? That was very quiet. It's not Claymation. <laughs> it's not Clay... Just whisper it's it. Not... Whisper it. Wait, ASMR. Oh. ASMR. It's not claymation. It's a uh, ball soccer armatures with silicon bodies. Nerd, <laughs> nerd. <laughs> no, the... So as you can see, list, friendly listener, um, Devin, that's important. Cool. State like Devin him. is very cool. Um, so yes, yeah, so, I mean that was that was the because of that though, and I knew I've always been trying to support since you were six years old and you made your first film. I've always tried to support that and seeing that. So it's a connection to. You're interested in animation. Dan Harmon's putting out really important content. He's talking about it in this podcast. We'll get over, we'll get past the blue stuff so that you can continue to have access. Because like they, they, they were, they, it was clear that a lot of the podcast was Dan talking about 
the business, right? Mm -hmm. Life in LA, getting things produced, what it's like to be a showrunner, what it's like to, 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 to write. And so I thought that that was, uh, it, it, I figured Harmontown was okay for you because it was more important for your career aspirations than it was to keep you pure <laughs> in any sort of way. Um, I mean, like, what happens when you grow up, though? Like Nobody stays pure. No, that's, yeah. like, part of part of growing up is sort of letting go of those perfect ideals that you have, or else you become a total, total creep, bad person. Bad person. Because then you're just a, a dick to everyone. So don't even be so high when, I, when I'm at work, when I started at Hand and Foot, the, the bar that I washed dishes at, um, I... I'm always very polite when I first go into a situation. <laughs> and so I'm like, yes, thank you. Uh, w would you like me to get you this? And sure, please and thank yous and all that. <coughs> um, but... <laughs> it's hard. It's hard uh -huh. to remember those days. And so it was this little little cute sugar muffin when I, when I went in there. And they keep joking about how nowadays they keep joking about how their their kitchen humor has corrupted me into something into a monster no that's because, just who you are though. yeah because you now i'm like more comfortable around them and i'm making dirty jokes and swearing at them and all that sort of thing um building relationships but no i have to explain to them sometimes that that that, that is who down. you are <laughs> that's who i am <laughs> i i that's how i am always and the the weird thing for them to see is me being polite oh and man nice to them. it's that that's me whenever i like start a new relate like relationship with anybody i'm just like oh hi i'm just such a just normal such a cute person little girl. <laughs> I don't bad things and then i'm like yeah just like just throwing Suck out my dick <laughs> yes yes 100 <laughs> percent. like we're we're playing D D, and i'm just like take that you know like and, and basically what devin said but we're recording a podcast and i'm feeling mildly uncomfortable because this is a thousand random people i don't know these are all new people that you're gonna have to that i will eventually start yelling suck my dick at but like character growth <laughs> yeah you right that there is? that was so fast that's growth <laughs> growth in my pants <laughs> no but it'll yeah um, oh my gosh so your first time yeah <laughs> <coughs> i need to get a drink of water so you you gave me Sounds the podcast not like you introduced me to the Sorry. podcast and then i went on a business trip where did i go so you guys so like Devin introduced it to you. Yes. And that's pretty crazy. And, and, then, you, and well, then you ruined it for me. <laughs> for like, like a year. Parent comes on show. <laughs> well, it was, it was, I start, it actually became the thing that we did when we got together, right? When I had yeah. custody time. We'd listen to it when we went to Wendy's and fed french fries to the seagulls in the parking lot. Yeah, we sit, we, we'd get takeout, we'd Did, sit in the parking lot and throw throw french fries to the seagulls. Is that like healthy you just for seagulls? There's a lot of sodium. Is anything, are, healthy, are seagulls healthy for us? I, <laughs> the, the symbiosis there is questionable overall. Um, oh, but we'd listen to the podcast yeah. as, as we ate junk food and, uh, and, and fed flying rats. It was great. Um, American dream. American dream. Oh my gosh, I love it. Um, but then I have to draw that as <laughs> just little Devin and, and oh, illustrations of, of, of the podcast or like animation animating this podcast. Great like Gatsby animating... watching us from a distance. Yeah. Um, who? Great Gatsby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> With a little green, green blue light or whatever. Um, the, so this was right before the tour. 
the tour happened right. at the beginning of 2013, and I went on a long business trip after the tour had happened, or while it was happening, actually. Yeah. And you, like, downloaded to my phone all the episodes so I could listen while I was flying. Oh, the before episodes? Yeah. Okay. So that I was I was getting caught up. That's okay. like So I think episode 18 or 19 was, like, the last one I heard. Um, and then when I came back, I was, like, I was totally into it. I was into the fandom. I was following everybody. I, 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 I was rooting back for, with I, not, I, not, not a Disney Mickey Mouse hat, but with, like, a Dan Harmon kettle one hat. It's very yes. easy to start binge-watching it. Which is not good for your mental state. You find after a couple of days of just constant watching it, you're like, I don't know who I've become. But it encourages not... you to take more showers when you're done. Yeah. So that's yeah. Well, it's like that. The song that you just played for me. What's the the, the title? Netflix uh, trip. Yeah. Oh the, yeah. The that I don't. Who am I to say who I am? Yeah, that's right? part of it's, like it's, growing up. Yeah. You know, like you don't I'll know what you're going to turn into. What you consume <laughs> becomes part, part of who of you are. Yeah. But like in a beautiful, wonderful kind of way. Not but you weird, started creepy, doing fan like, art parasitic kind of way but I started, like in a, in yeah. a it helps you grow yeah 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 and I and yeah I started doing Adam Goldberg fan art mm-hmm. and then you moved on to Kumail and, and Jeff and Dan because mm-hmm. Kumail came in right after the trip right so yeah and the, then I posted those online and Diane Crittenden Spencer's mom that was my first big yes so big sp- we, we have to get we'll have to get Diane on the, on the podcast oh. she, she, she lives just north of LA um but it, Spencer's mom reached out to me and said, oh, this is, I, I love this. Is this what your, what your, your child's doing? I said, yeah. And I said, oh, well, and I was good. I was, so I was going to be going through LA. I, this is August now, mm-hmm. August, 2013. I had a business trip to China and I was going to be laid over in Los Angeles for a night on my way over to China. And I've, I had a friend uh, from college, Eric Senna, who was living in LA at the time. And I'd introduced Eric to Harmontown a little bit, and he says, "Oh wow, well you're there. Let's let's get together. We'll go to the podcast." And so I did that. But as I was, this is where, like, every, this is where like I, I sort of set up myself to go deep with Harmontown, and then Harmontown mystically just threw everything together, right? As it does. As I it does. I think that's just it's... like when you expect. There's like you can. I don't know if it's whether you're creating it or you're just picking up oh, it's something. Seth, is, oh, it's totally it's all, in, right? Yeah, yeah, the like world gets very small all of a sudden. It's starting to, like, like you're creating it, the world has been creating you to create it. And you're yes. like, who, chicken or egg? At this so what point, happened? Wait, wait, I, I want to say. Maybe as, omelet. As a note. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry, I, I had to try something. <laughs> I'm feeling a little stale right now. Um, I want to say that at some point we should do an episode about the magic of Harmontown and how it brings people yes. together in weird yes. ways. Like, we're talking about it now, but we should do, a, like, a whole episode. Like, try to get as be many... be a segment. Try to get as many people, like, get Spencer on, get people who this who it's personally and significantly affected, affected and pulled I wonder if it's just together. because it shows people, like, the humanity of these, these famous people and, like, oh... I can do that. It normalizes like, sort of, things, yeah. Like, it, it's not a mean way, but, like... Yeah. But like, there's something about, but, yeah, about that, but that the universe likes it But once you start believing podcasts. in yourself, like... Yes. Once yes. you start believing in yourself, you set up sort of a new expectation from the world. And I think the world That's is true. just... So you don't go crazy. Is like, here you go. Yes. Yeah, it does make you feel like things, special things can happen. So that so the 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 the, the, 
sort of the, 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 the cherry on top of the ice cream on top of the everything mm-hmm. was that as my plane was landing and my phone was activating, I was just checking Twitter as, as we were taxiing. And there was a, a, a thing from Neil Berkeley, who was the director of the movie, of the Harmontown movie, right. making a, an open call for fans to stop by the Meltdown to be interviewed for this movie that he was, for, for, for like, like pickup. Be real. Talking heads. Talking heads for, for, for the Harmontown movie. And I was like, oh, that we everybody knew he was making for the, uh, based on the tour. Uh-huh. And I, that was, I was going to be there. And I quick, like, texted Neil and said, yes, I, I'm going to be in town. I'm a big fan. I would love to do it. And he said, and okay. And you weren't Earthshine Jane at that point. No, this was pre-Earthshine. Okay. I was just, just, I was just, just a fan. Yeah. yeah, just just Jane. And uh, with two hands, well, no, we'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> but the... Uh, and so I showed up at Meltdown with uh, with my friend Eric, and as I'm waiting there for my time to go into the green room and be interviewed, you know, direct to camera with Neil, Diane walks in. Diane Crittenden walks in, and because she was good, she had actually had a slot in front of me to mm-hmm. talk to Neil, and you actually see her content that she recorded while I was sitting outside in the movie. And Neil should, didn't. Neil we, didn't use my content. Yeah, that, I was about but, to say we should say that now that nobody should be going. No, the, looking for me. I, I did. I didn't make make it into the movie. Uh, I, I'm somewhere in that. People don't. I'm, I'm in that 600 hours of, of something that's somewhere. Uh, but uh, oh man, most, that would be so good. Like I would. I would, I would love, love to, to see, see some those. of those oh interviews. Yes. Man, if they released that, I would buy it. We I can would buy it. it. Maybe we should try to buy it before they release it, and just. <laughs> It's like yeah, Neil, well, Neil Berkeley. If you're every, listening, we just told everybody that. Uh-huh. Well, there, there was actually there was a, a thought at one point because I, I remember they mentioned on the show. Did you bite? Take a bite out of your phone. Uh, no, no, that's. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a bite mark. Pay five dollars to see my phone case. Um, there was actually mentioned on an episode that there was all these you know hundreds of hours of content, and Dan was saying that you know his fans are so good at cutting things together. Yeah. That. There could be a fan cut if we could somehow at some point put all the content out there. But I think Dan's kind of down on the movie now altogether, so I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. But so I so that first my first Harmontown, this was uh, uh, what was it called? It was the, oh shoot, Dirty Little Potato People. No, no. It, Were you on your first Harmontown? No, uh, this is just the one. You can hear me from the audience if you know what to listen to. I, I yelled okay. something out, but it's like episode sixty-eight or something like that. I can... Uh, yeah, let's find out what it was. Ah, shoot. Do you know what the date was? Cobra Customer Service. Oh, yeah. It was Cobra Customer Service. Uh, yeah. Nice, nice remembering. Yep. So, uh, that, so I was on Cobra Customer... I was in, in the audience at Cobra Customer Service. Afterwards, I had, uh, I got to meet Dan, because, uh, um, uh, Diane, of course, knew Dan at this point really well, mm-hmm. and I spent, like, an hour talking with Dan, and then, uh, Diane and Dan and I walked out into the uh, into the parking lot. And we continued to talk like for another hour out out in the parking right. lot. And uh, Dan signed a picture that you had given me. Yeah, that we still have. It was a it was a little comic of Kumail uh, uh, Christenberg. No, no. It, before this, this this is the. Oh uh, yeah, it was. Like, what do you want? A, a cookie? That 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 little yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah, and it said, um, "I am mean, cool dad." <laughs> Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon. Right. We still got that. It was um, particularly when he was being mean to Spencer at one point. Yes. Oh, Spencer, you're a oh, dick. You've always been a dick. You're born a dick and you're going to die a dick. That's what it was. <laughs> That's what it was. Yes. That's a great... Let's put that up as part of the, the promo yes. for this. Um, 
so that's how I met Dan. I met I, I met Justin. I met uh, I met Jeff that night. Mm-hmm. But I hadn't I didn't bring the booze. So that's how I, so I got home. I got home from my trip. I said Devin, we've got to go. Your birthday's coming up. You're going to be seven, 17. Uh, well, we can't go. We couldn't go like right in October. So we 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 planned to go uh, to the November or first first show in November. And that's where I had the idea. Right, before, I was at work. We, the, the, we were flying out the next day, and I got the idea. Oh, I should bring some of my my booze because that always wins. It, it had been a great time. At, I, 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 I didn't know, and people were at this point were start were putting things up on stage a little bit, or giving gifts to Jeff or to Dan or things a little bit more than they do now. And uh, and so that's where I, I quit printed out a label. And I, on the spur of the moment, while I was at work, I came up with the name Earthshine, because <laughs> instead of being on, the, it would be on the moon. So instead of being moonshine, if you were brewing it on the moon, it would be Earthshine. Oh. And so that was the genesis of that name. Did you just get that number? I mean, I, I don't know. I think I thought it was cool. I was just like, oh, I was just sort of a reflexively that's okay. cool sort sure. of thing. It is yeah. cool. You, you weren't to say you'd make those little noises. So that was that was one of your oh, that's cool noises. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, we, so I stuck that on a bottle, and then uh, sort of the rest is history, right? Um, but bring it brought you along, and you recorded. There's actually video, yes, uh, phone online. phone video online. online of my stage t- of that first stage time. Uh, go, Adam was already up there because Adam had been uh, Adam right. and Dan had been talking, and and, and Adam actually saw the bottle in the vodka bucket uh-huh. and pulled it out, and Dan said, "Oh, what's this?" And who, who's responsible for this? And you can hear, hear Hillary. I know who's responsible. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, does anyone know who who's this is? And he's like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then I got brought up, and yeah, and that's that. And so yeah, the rest I, is history. The rest, yeah. the rest is and history. And here we are now. Yep. So, Seven years later. Six years later. But like that talk was a lot about your your. So this first time up there, it was mostly just about it was about the homebrewing, and and. The, the distilling, how I made it, a little mm-hmm. bit about me that I was a scientist and things, um, that I made absinthe. And it was very short. Was like I love that minutes. you're like a crazy scientist making strange like alcohol. You're that's wearing like a such... Rick Sanchez shirt right now. Oh, yeah. That's such, I, I mean, crazy... I'm just saying that just sounds like such a good like like character. Yeah. Like this insane scientist is like, would you like to try my beer? <laughs> I just made it this morning. But not just beer, absinthe. <laughs> Yes, but like, but there, but it's like got like a strange like mist coming out of it. And you're like, I don't, I don't know about I this. Know. Yeah, I'm sure totally this is a good idea. So yeah, I, I was, I was a good character going in. I guess, yeah. like a lot, like a, I, well, I think everybody can be once they're giving a, given a place to flourish. But the, the, the trans stuff. So it was after that episode. I, mm-hmm. we flew, flew home, and I realized that I'd introduced myself as Glenn Cook. Mm-hmm. I, I'd used my. Well, that was still the name I was going by at the time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really a dead name at that point. And I said, ah, boy, I just because Levi had already Levi had already been on the show, and so I and and uh, oh, who's the other guy uh, who wore the the flowing robes and who, Bj 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 I'm sorry, I always forget Bj's name. So there already been gender bending uh, folks on the show. And I thought, well, I could have totally just come out at that point and introduced myself as Jane, and I didn't. And it's but a good place to do so. It was a, it was a safe place, and I missed an opportunity. So I wrote a letter to Dan that when I got home on Monday, I sent it, sort of reintroducing myself. Did you tweet him? How did you? I mailed it actually. Really? Oh, yeah, wow. physically mailed it. Nobody <laughs> sends mail. That must have been crazy. Yeah. How did you get his address? Uh, I sent it to Meltdown. Oh, okay. Oh no, actually, I sent it to 
Spencer's brother, remember, because we met uh, oh, yeah. uh, Chris. Right. Chris Crick. I just love that. Like, middle of the night, like, ah, just gotta, gotta get some paper and <laughs> like, down, old fashioned, like, write down. Write a letter. whale just, oil lamp. <laughs> poking <laughs> myself with the blood. And, that, and I, that's the fantasies <laughs> that we, in the in the modern age, imagine writing as. And oh, I did future. write letters as a kid. It wasn't that magical. So on. On uh, the next next week, uh, episode seventy nine, dipping, dangling, and heel popping, uh, they uh, Dan that they sort of led the show as a corrections corner or whatever yeah. it was, and spent fifteen minutes talking well, talking about me, but then really Jeff had questions about what it meant to be why do our why do all our trans guests come up wearing the clo- wearing the wrong clothes, and Dan Dan was uh, clearly was beginning to understand some things about the difference between gender presentation and gender identity. And uh, although he was still sort of early on his journey, then, but far, far I mean, along like sometimes than, than Jeff like was. Devin, you being, you being trans, being... Um, I'm definitely more... As, as non-binary. I'm non-binary, but I lean on the... Girl, you, you lean on the feminine side, but right. your apparel has often consisted of, um, as you mention it quite often, butch... Sort of, you're like, even if I was a female, even if I was, I would still dress like this. So why should I have to change my appearance to make people understand who I am? That's just who I am, and you'll figure it out that as you get to I know say. me. Yep, that's that's me, and that's that's me as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I you I don't be... have to dress feminine to be a female. There's so many like beautiful, wonderful people out there who just wear sweatpants all the time. <laughs> I remember, I don't remember. And what... I'm just like that. Wants that's my goal is yeah. to just be gorgeous in sweatpants constantly. But uh, 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 I remember an episode of Harmontown. I don't remember how far in it was, but you were up and and Dan was like. Um, so when are you, do you ever plan on presenting as female or, or he, he had asked something about like about your clothes and how you dress, how you dress like a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were like, guy well, clothes. Right. That's what he was bringing up though. Um, <clears throat> and then he, and then you said, well, right now I'm, I'm wearing, I'm wearing uh, women's cut pants. I actually am presenting female. And then he was like, well, if, if that's presenting female, then, uh, you're starting to make me question my my gender identity. Yes, because you're both dressed exactly the same. Yes, <laughs> that was that was a beautiful moment. That was pretty funny. I, love I mean, that. like, how many times have we seen something, just even in the modern era, like except people who are kind of a little a little too concerned about their like identity that that it questions who they are as a person. That's it's a whole nother ball field. But like, I'll if I see something cute that fits me in the men's section, it's not like I'm gonna be like. No, there's no way I'd wear that because it's for men. It's like, like a cute jacket or a T-shirt that right. that works. That, I've actually know? I've I've shopped in the women's section at Walmart, but I've never actually bought any like skirts or anything. I just buy like T-shirts. And yeah, they've yeah. just got like a, a, a pink Garfield long sleeve shirt that I just wear there, or a sweater that they don't happen to have. Which they by just the have way, more colorful, and, 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 interesting and prints the thing. in the yeah, women's The hat section. you're wearing right now is just a sort of a, a light blue, greenish... Oh, yeah, flamingo hat. Flamingo I hat. I that in and the like, area. The thing is, you buy all these clothes in the girls' section, sweaters and, and hats and, and socks and crazy things that are just very androgynous, really, that are labeled as girl. And then you'll go to work with these really manly men who don't know that what you're wearing is female and get tons of compliments 
on your like, hey dude, guys what who a are cool otherwise dude outfit you've got on. <laughs> and it's like, no, actually. Surprisingly, this yeah. is not male. It's edgy. <laughs> yeah. But like, because people love crazy prints, and I, I feel like girls get a lot of really cool prints and stuff. Girls, it used to be girls, used to... girls, and little kids. Yes. I'm always yes, walking I always see past... tiny clothes that have the best things. Yeah, on walking them. past the little kids section, and they've got these tiny t-shirts or tiny shoes. I just I would wear those so if, hard. If you were just a little bit smaller, just about the size of a of a nougat. So the, the, my the 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 wife of my best friend from college, she on on Instagram she does a uh, what is it? Uh, I can't. It's it's a it's a hashtag that she came up with, but it's basically. She takes pictures of clothes in the kids section at Costco mm -hmm. that have the best prints on it, and then and the, it's basically dissing on the clothing manufacturers for not recognizing really? that they could put those things remember? on adult uh, uh, poetic pinup. I think is her, poetic pinup. I'm gonna write that it, down. Well, poetic pinup is her uh, is her uh, so is her. Uh, if I ever, Instagram which name. is very unlikely, if I ever get a hold of some way of like taking these prints and getting permission to make them. Human size. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, Rather, children are not human. They're That's just strange little aliens. They're marvel. They're marvel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but like post chrysalis. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're calling them now. Uh, before you're pubescent, you're pubescent. Hey. <laughs> That's Funny. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> That's a surprising amount of funny that just came out of you. You. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about that. I love that everybody instantly cringed. Surprising cringe. amount of funny. Funny. We're calling wow. it funny. <laughs> what were we talking about? Um, clothes. Clothing. Tiny clothes. Clothing. And, and, oh. and, and, Did you write that uh, down? Uh, yeah, angles of queerness uh -huh. and, and wait, presentation queerness as and, opposed to identity queerness. And Jeff was talking about that and Dan was talking about that in that episode. And I think, I, and then later on it came up again. He also talked about in Toronto. In Toronto, yeah, right, in that episode. Uh -huh. The next time I was on was actually, uh, was the Toronto show that you went to with me as well. Right. Uh, a year later, uh, right. episode 120, mm -hmm. uh, with uh, Bobcat. Uh, Bobcat was yeah. controlling. Bob, that was an and, awesome And it was episode. the, well, it was the, we, we went up to Toronto to see the premiere of the movie. Yes. At the Bloor Theater in Toronto. Mm hmm and then, then they came out after the movie and did a whole another Carmentown episode and what was funny because Jeff wasn't there to Comtroll and Bobcat was so into the show and there was no out time at the theater that has the distinction of being the longest episode of Harmontown really to over two and a half hours because they spent like really almost an hour just talking to me about being trans <laughs> so that that was like I still I refer oh, man, people to you hold that a when record? I hold I was on <gasps> I I am the reason why to some extent that was the longest time because you're time so interesting because I was so interesting. <gasps> but I, I I've, I've used that. <laughs> you gotta cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep that. Keep that in. Creepy, creepy daddy. <laughs> no, but but I, I've actually used that episode when I when I when people are having questions about uh about what it means to be trans yeah and non-binary is I like, listen to this. These, this time block on episode 120 of Harmontown because it's all laid out there. We need to take all the strange noises we've made during this and just make that the compilation. Dubstep version. <laughs> um, you didn't know about Dan Harmon or Jeff Davis when you first started listening to Harmontown, really. Um, was it exciting to be on a stage with 
Bobcat Goldplate, a comedian from your era? Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, that, that was so much fun. Because I, I remember Bobcat when he was first getting started, because it was in the early 80s. Back when was, he was Bobcat, and back just when Bob Goldplate. Back when he was Bobcat! Yeah, when he was just ah, 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 screaming on stage. He was the, the imp from Hercules. Yeah, he, he was great. Um, he was, yeah, so that was really fun to meet what him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what is the, oh my god, Bobcat waveform right awesome. there. Those are daggers that are going to I want that out. on a t-shirt, a Bobcat waveform. That waveform has form. become a dagger that will then destroy Devin's computer. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was cool, but I, I've, I've got to, I mean, I've been on stage with, um, with other people as well, but it had been really exciting for me, I think, so, um, and I, I'm forgetting their names. Cameron and Rhea. Cameron and Rhea, and then also, J oh, Jason Sudeikis. Talking to Jason Sudeikis about my booze was great. Um, that was fun. Um, uh, reading tarot for church out on the, the front, uh, out on the sidewalk in front of, uh, in front of uh, drawing room. Mm -hmm. It's, I, I've just had, it, it's just given me so many really cool opportunities. And friends. But that's, and that's been the key, right? I mean, well, I've gotten to know a lot of these people afterwards and we've stayed friends, but the, the experience of, it's always been important to me from the very beginning when I first, because when it was clear that I was going to be starting to get some additional access, mm -hmm. that my job gives me the chance to travel a lot. And so I started holding meetups places so that people not I mean it's not that you know meet or come meet Earthshine Jane it was like come hear stories about what it's like to be on Harmontown I've got swag I'll buy you a drink I mean that's the point we'll of talk. this podcast exactly I it's, want to segue a little bit well it's back to that song right I mean that's that's the meeting up it's 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 the, the song we're talking about is Netflix trip by AJR if you want to look it, that up it is it goes over how in they're they're mentioning the office in the show and how they grew up as a kid and went through the loss of family members and just their first loves and and how when they go back and watch it it reminds them of those things and Harmontown to so many people has meant the same thing. Yes. And the whole point of this podcast, like by and by, is just that we're here celebrating the community and all those people that grew up with it and how it changed, influenced, and like for bettered their lives and how we're continuing to give them an outlet to come together and continue showcasing all their wonderful talents and being a family. Yep. So, yeah. Yes. Oh, and real quick, I do want to talk about, like, so, Devin, my parents are wonderful, sweet, lar darling people, but they're very ignorant. And that just comes with age sometimes. Raising, being raised by my grandparents means that my grandparents are raising me <laughs> with all their uh, old ideals and stuff. They were always, I think, fortunately, they were always like, don't be mean to anyone. Never be hateful and be open-minded, but also like it's bad, but you don't need to be mean or be cruel. It's, it's like, that's not what you do. You love them and give them everything of yourselves and hopefully you can show them the quote unquote better way. But that left me open up to get to know people and learn the real better way. Right. So like they taught me how to be tolerant while they were intolerant. And I think that was sort of a weird gift that they gave me an opportunity to love, to love openly. Mm -hmm. So, so with that though, there comes some sort of complications in my own sexuality and hangups with like being married to a trans person. And like, what does that make me? 
And, like, when we first started dating, all the complications that came with it were almost too much, honestly, at first. And it was really a huge growth to be in that relationship because, like, there's many hang-ups and stuff that came with that upbringing, unfortunately, that have now been completely severed. I don't even care anymore. Like, I'm just like, I love Devin. That's, like, I, I pretty much identify as bi, but I'm like, I guess I'm kind of pan in the sense that Devin is not really... He's non-binary, which is by, but I like, I like being identified as, as bi because my initial attraction is always towards, like, physical man or woman. But, like, when you get to know someone, that's when the love comes in, and that's regardless of gender. I don't want to overcomplicate it. Well, the universe doesn't run on binaries, and love is one of the most fundamental aspects of the universe. So when that comes in, it sort of starts breaking down. It gets complicated. But at this point, like, since I'm not really going to date anyone, except for being married to Devin, you know, that's my relationship. I still just sort of go with bi, bi, um, bi, bisexual. Because I could still be like, oh, wow, that person's hot, regardless of, it it still blows my mind that anybody could look at somebody who's hot and just be like, they're they're not the right gender. They're just, they're they're not the right gender. They're hot, but not quite the right gender. And I'm like, they're hot. That's, end, end, end the sentence here. Full stop. Yeah. You guys spent a lot of, I mean, a lot of the, the, you're getting to know each other was, well, part of it was like incredibly nerdy because your friends would stage lightsaber battles, right? Which, right. which was great. They but, were amazing, but they were good lightsabers. Yeah. They were, they were like the glow up kind that like look really good in the dark and like you can see them from a distance and they're like not the, the kind that like comes out, but the mm-hmm. kind that's already out. Not the telescope. And it's got kind. like the metal ends that you press the button and it just goes whoosh. And it's like crazy beautiful. There is a they're somebody, expensive, but I, I got a, a discount because my friend sold it to me. So somebody on Twitter was. <laughs> I actually have my lightsaber in the other room somewhere. Awesome. Somebody on Twitter, um, posted that they were at the new Star Wars land in Disney, and they saw a couple of guys walking around with lightsabers that they bought, and they wanted to go up to them and be like, "Oh, uh, what, what are those lightsabers good? Or what's what, are, are they quality quality made?" Um, and they went up, and it turned out it was um, Dan and Aaron from the Game Grumps. Oh! <laughs> and they're like, hello! And they, they took pictures. Oh, how fun! Yeah. But the other thing, I mean... Did they find out the information that they needed? <laughs> were they good were lightsabers? They good? Come on. For, forget about the fame came, side of That's it. what you came there for. Yeah. Did they provide that information? But, but the other side of, of sort of the way that you two, the way you courted and the way you started dating, was around the anime club at the library in courting. Yeah. Which, I mean, anime has this gender fluidity to it, and as long as... Also, a bad rap. People think that anime is just, like, a sort of, like, Dragon Ball, sort of... That's an action... But you guys were much more into the into the deeper manga and, and Japanese I like, anime. I like romantic comedy, mystery, and just generally nicer. <laughs> like, nice, mm-hmm. sweet things. I, I've I, never been into the really gory stuff. There are some really scary ones, and I'm like, ah, no. I just thought about the first anime that I ever watched... Was with you, Princess Jellyfish. Was Princess Jellyfish, and that that it, is has a person who is they they dress in drag. They identify as male. They dress in female clothes and wigs and stuff. And um, it's and that's their love interest is this girl and this really I'm gonna say they're the love interest with this this guy who dresses as a female. That's they present mm-hmm. themselves as female. They identify as male, and they are in a relationship with a. A regular, just nerdy girl. And the girl isn't, like... Kind of. It's, the, like, the girl it's building isn't, a relationship. But. Um, like, gay 
or anything, no. but she's just obsessed with princesses, uh -huh. and so the well, fact that... Well, kind of, like, she's obsessed with jellyfishes. Right, but, but she's but always she wanted kid, to be a prince. When she was a kid, her mom's How like, every go? girl can be a princess, and she's like, I don't know, mom, I don't think that's true, like, because she's sort of, like, scruffy and obsessed with jellyfishes and all those, she's a weirdo, uh -huh. basically. She's a completely weirdo, and she lives in a house of other weirdos obsessed with strange things, uh -huh. and then this, this young man comes into their lives and just completely tosses everything out the window. It's just like, everybody can be beautiful. Let's have fun. And I'm just like, I'm sharing this with Devin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's good stuff. So your identity, Devin, was, how did that develop? Or she was mentioning a little bit sort of the tea up. I love that we grew up with together, though. Can I say that being in a relationship with you, as scary as it was at first with my apprehension due to my upbringing um it was honestly such a wonderful thing to discover our identities together as we grew up like that's something that not a lot of people get to do but fortunately we found each other at a very young age so i'm like really grateful for that honestly mm -hmm. where were you at when when you found amber with your identity I was at the library <laughs> At the Library of Sex. No. Oh, God. Sorry, what? <laughs> I, I, was, I was going for something more metaphorical and not so much... I got that that was a metaphor. <laughs> I think, like, sex identity. So, yeah. Oh. No. <laughs> okay. You know, courting in, court, courting in New York, library yeah, of sex. The, the sex library. Yes, yes. Okay, but we met at we met at we a met writing at the, group. So but. where was I, uh, metaphorically? Where, in your identity, in your quest for identity. Oh, man. Because it was laying it's on top okay. of mine. You want to talk about it? Um. You don't have to, but, like, I'm curious. I, I know, but I want to hear your side. But, I mean, so for everybody listening... And I can go into this now. I identify as they. And if it gets messed up, and that's bound to happen, because we're all human, and these guys are still getting used to it. They perceive me as me, as I want to be perceived, which is they. And that's just, and that's perfect and wonderful. There's still a lot of growth and coming into it, and knowing that, like, being a young adult means not knowing what the heck's going on half the time. But... And, and being a, a gender, your gender identity, presentation, sexuality is something that never really ends. I mean, it, mm -hmm. it's, you're growing. Uh, it's, it's something, I mean, I've been, I've been on that journey now for, for over 50 years and still trying to figure, well, not so, uh, the, I guess maybe the difference is I'm not trying to figure it out anymore because that, that, that implies that there's too much of, of sort of a, of a, of a, of a challenge with it. It's more that I've just sort of given into the fluidity and just letting things, letting things move and responding to the world around me, to the people that I meet. Honestly, it was, it was a lot because of, of you two and the language that I heard you guys using coming from the millennials as you were, as you were growing up, <laughs> of all these new terms that you could... It's wonderful. It's it, so free. Something that I talk about a lot and talk to other people a lot because I think that it's important to, to remember... <clears throat> is that like I for a long time I felt weird and bad that I have a deep voice because because since being wanting to be perceived as female by by myself and others um, come into it because I'm, I'm still I'm more female than male but so I've got like a deep voice and I've got uh, big 
manly jaw sort of. I would say you have a very squishy face, darling. Yeah, but it, more squishy when you look in the and mirror. You are my when you look in the mirror, it's still a guyish face. I, yeah. And no curves and some some down there parts. Um, and but if I'm always preaching to cis girls who are unhappy with their bodies because they're too big or too skinny, they've got no boobs, or they've got manly faces, they've got... Just regular cis girls. Mm -hmm. um, and they've got... Um, and all these things that make them feel different, but they know that they're girls. Um, like, there's no question with that. So if I, I'm preaching to them to love all those things about themselves, and I don't want them to feel bad about those things, why should I feel bad about having all those same things being me? That doesn't make me any less me. So I, basically, if I was born like a cis girl, and I may or may not even have boobs in that case, and I may still have a deep voice, because those are all things that anybody can have, you know? Yes. Who's the character on Bob's Burgers? I'm not familiar. I'm, I, I, Which one? The, Tina? No, the, the, the one who's got the really deep voice. Tina. Tina. Tina, yeah. Tina, the teenage girl. I was, thought that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't, like, it doesn't jar you. You're like, she's a she's a teenage girl. And, and it's like, not even played as a joke. No, no, that, that's what's so brilliant about it. Is mm -hmm. it's Some really... people just have really deep voices. Yeah. She's super girly, and she's constantly fighting for girl power. She's like, yeah, girl power. I, like, I, I'm, I may, you may all see me as a superstar but i just put my bra on one boob at a time like any other girl and it was like <laughs> she's i've got her on a keychain yep she's mm -hmm. great so getting some some fan questions yes i asked on facebook we asked some i asked on facebook queer austians i don't know i'm queer, trying queer austians yeah these are some queerstions for you some queries queries, queries. we have a name for the segment well, I mean, like, not everybody's queer, though, who does these questions, probably. They're all queer as an odd. Yes. 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 So I asked on Facebook, so one question that comes in from Facebook, how do you like your new job at PSU? Hi. I have a new job at Penn, Penn State University. Yeah, I just, I'd been, most of the time, well, actually the entire time that I'd been uh, in the Harmontown fandom, I'd been working uh, at Corning, either at uh Corning Incorporated. Corning Incorporated Research and Development or at the Corning Museum of Glass. Uh, I, uh, about four or five months ago now, I took a job down at Penn State University in central Pennsylvania. Uh, I'm the director of the uh, Earth and Mineral Sciences Museum there and also a professor of material science and engineering. And I'm continuing to do my glass stuff, uh, teaching about glass and to artists and to, but also now also to uh, to students uh, who are in materials engineering, who that they want that to be their field, but I also run a museum, so I have my own museum, a uh, small staff in a small museum. But it's uh, it, it's been a lot of a change. It's been uh, it's coming along okay, but it's uh, the life in uh, in academia is very different than any other environment that I've worked in before. Uh, it's a lot more uh, dependent on. You're, you're really depending upon having a network of, of people who are are kind and understanding because the overall system is kind of harsh and unfeeling. Mm -hmm. uh, so 
actually a lot of I think a lot of the skills that I learned in interacting with with Armenians and stuff is really and and my own being comfortable with my own identity so that I can get into uh, more of the well they call it the undercommons is one of the names for it, this phenomenon at universities where instead of the regular commons which is like where everybody meets uh, the undercommons is like this underground association of of uh, freaks and weirdos. Who care about each other, nerds, mm. nerds full of love, who love support that. each other um, and help help you to get what you need, um, uh, just sort of emotionally and psychologically. You also then make this uh, network of friends who, uh, when you're, it just help you navigate through the, the the real life systems of getting funding, getting uh, space, doing all the things that you need to do to actually do your job on a on a more mundane level. So it seems like that sort of thing generates naturally in any I think place at all. If you bring yourself, mm-hmm. um, if you really bring your true self, um, most of the time it's rewarded. I'm going to say that sometimes it's not. Sometimes you run into jerks, and I've had to grow from that. <laughs> when you start expressing yourself honestly, well, I don't want to But, but when you start no. expressing yourself honestly, you're going to find a couple different people. Mm-hmm. People who accept you and people who don't, and then you just frick the people who don't mm-hmm. and then you find lots of wonderful people who are just the most amazing and and it becomes a, that sort of organization that self-organizing structure grows naturally yeah because uh, there's enough like I mean, a fungus penn, yeah penn state is a huge university of fifty thousand students uh, and so there's a huge student body and a huge faculty and staff uh underpinning for it as well and really they've been doing a good job of sort of outreaching to the lgbtqia plus community there and uh, it's uh, been uh, it, it, that that side of it, sort of on the interpersonal level, has gone really well. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for asking, questioner on Facebook. Are photonics going to be a thing? What oh, is that? Ben. So <laughs> I'm going to say that Ben Tippett. Can is I, that who can asked? I, yeah. Oh my God. What What are photonics? We'll ask that. I don't. As a as a as an interviewer, what what the fuck is a photonic? <laughs> Well, what's it, what the fuck is a Ben Tippett? So Ben's a dear. I don't. I don't care who Ben is. What's oh. a photonic? <laughs> photonic is like uh, it's a. Uh, so Ben's a physicist. That's why he's asking this. He's he's sort of he's he's prodding me. Photonic is like electronic, but the uh, the photons, the light particles, are doing the work instead of electrons doing Ooh. the work. Does that make it faster? Uh, potentially, yeah. Lower I'm... lower cost, lower. It, 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 if people can figure it out. It'll be lower cost. It'll be lower energy Isn't usage. Light, and... like the fast, that is the fastest moving thing as far as we know. I mean, well, I'm, it, I'm it, assuming that physics is totally like wrong, right. and we're just like yeah, standing so... on a deck of cards that will fall in someday. Yep. Um, so so yeah. So so the light gets you speed. It also gets you efficiency, and and you can put more information in a in a photonic communication system than you can in an electronic communication system. So will we have photonic someday? I don't know. Isn't your computer fast enough? I, I'm getting more and more jaded in my that the technologies that we've created are. We, we, we've, we've made more than we know how to use already. Or we need to start asking, should, yes, we can do that. Should we do it? Or oh, should yeah. we sort of sit back a little bit and and uh, not, not, not to be a Luddite exactly, you know, to sort of Putting, just because we can do it, should we, should we do, do it? it? We, we need to be asking, should we? Do we got it? Uh, for the next, uh, I would say, 500 to 1,000 years, we need to just sort of sit back and be... Uh, well, I mean, we still got to go to space, though. Well, I don't know. 
Do we got it? I want to go to space. I do too, but yeah. Moon-based colony. Well, with we're, we're what podcast that. are you on right now? <laughs> All right, right, right. Yes, yes, we're going to the moon. Yeah, yeah. We are on the moon. We're on the moon tonight. Okay. That makes me think of what you're saying about, um, makes me think of the 90s when technology was slow moving, but we were starting to get it for the first time in people's houses. Oh, it's beautiful. And people had a phone long enough for it to get worn down a little bit yeah. and they could put stickers on it and oh, they had that personalization that human yeah. because when it It'd moves be... faster than we can put stickers on it we're losing our humanity yeah. Yeah. yeah and sometimes those stickers are physical stickers and sometimes they're just uh just love just being able to hold on to something long enough for it to be part of your life to put stickers on it. I, I, I like that that's a beautiful statement because i think that i think humans or at least I, I'll speak for myself. I'll use my I statements. <laughs> it's important for me... Your iced tea statements? It's important no, for me to... Um, have something as my own thing, as a totem, as something that I can hold, and this is mine. This is That's why I buy DVDs instead of downloading them, because this is my favorite movie, and it's mine, and I, I like it, and I have it. And that's why I, I like having... Even more than I like DVDs, I like having cassette tapes because that's literally, it's not, it's less abstract as just like, I don't know even how DVDs work. It's just like, it's shiny on one side and you can't scratch it or else it doesn't play anymore. But right, cassette tapes, you can actually see the music and film on the, on the tape and you know exactly how that works. And you're, you're literally holding your favorite song or your favorite movie when you're holding it and mp3s are even more removed from that and so it's important to me to have my 3ds which i still have after all these years and um this is really yeah. re it's yes, relevant to exactly what sure. you're saying What's up? and even more removed from that is the computer which you're not even holding the thing it's on a it's it's in a cloud somewhere you're yeah not even, not even on an mp3 it's not even on the hard drive it's in the internet but you can continue. I just uh -huh. thought that I didn't want it to be irrelevant. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it, it's fine. Um, and so I think that putting the stickers on it, putting, being able to hold it and having a book that has weird, worn pages. Mm. Um, putting stickers on your guitar case. Like, like when you, yes. like one of my, I read, uh, when I was a kid, I read a book called Inkart. And one of the things she said, I don't remember the exact words years ago, mm -hmm. but something about how she has these books and she loves reading, rereading them and seeing like the marks she made as a kid or the weird drawing she did in the corner and how like it's not just the book, but it's the story that comes with the book. Like which is once again coming back to, you know, Harmontown and all these episodes hold everybody's lives in them. And and this podcast in a sense, in a very in a very real meta sort of sense, is the marginalia of of the Harmontown podcast. Right? We're we're the writing in the edges. And the, we're, we're the right, the, that writing coming to life. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's what makes up, like, memories and life and stuff is those <laughs> little in-between moments. And I think, I mean, at the end of it all, we, we have those. Those mm -hmm. are what we have. We, we, we may end up with nothing, mm -hmm. uh, no money, no, I don't know, friends. But we have our memories and our life to look over and just be in love with. Mm -hmm. Ourselves and the people that we've experienced like gotten to know and and have have a life with and a go, enough good memories that I can entertain myself just 
looking back at it like a good movie. VR. You'll have VR. That too. I'll the, also the be Sanjuna, able to jump Sanjuna off. Para. I'll also be able to jump off buildings and fly around. But like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> More questions? Just remembering also about the technology thing. Oh. That um, Shovel Knight, the video game Shovel Knight, um, which is sort of based on some old, old classic games, sort of became a huge cult hit and became a very important game to a lot of people. Um, it's very clever and cute. Yeah, and it came out with a special edition because it's only downloadable online. There are no physical copies of it. But the online you can buy, I don't know if you can still buy it, but you could buy a box with box art and instruction manual inside, and it's 100% just printed in the same way as old NES, but, but you can put it shelf. on your shelf with oh! all your other favorite NES games, because it's done in the style of old that. NES games. That's nice. so beautiful. That's a great gesture. Such a yeah. There's even a market for not just nostalgia, but actually giving somebody something that they can hold, even though it only exists in a magical world called Computerland. Mm -hmm. Oh, I want to meet that magical world. I want to go on an adventure. Blue's Clues this up. <laughs> Three, 3D printing Blue's Clues. Mm -hmm. so, um, any more questions? Yes. Uh, would it be... I don't understand what this means. This is another Ben Tippett thing. I'll, I'll just skip, skip past Ben's. Okay. He, he gets to the end saying his questions are, are suck and that we don't have Oh, to yeah. Answer. You know what? Don't ask any of these. They're bad. <laughs> but actually, um, Joanna Curtis like comes in with another repeat of his question. But I would like to say, though, that they did give us really fun like things to think about. Like, it ends up streamlining. Yeah, well, yeah we got all off of, off of the photonics thing. I, I, was actually, I was on Ben's podcast. Uh, it's called The Titanium Physicist. A little mm -hmm. plug for Ben. What the fuck? You plug in other people's shit! No, <laughs> no but what, what is it? Uh, the Titanium Physicist. So, it's a, so Ben's is a, a physics professor in Canada. And he has this podcast that's uh, got a lot of episodes. Actually, Dan Harmon, Aaron, and also Jeff have been on his podcast. Jeff been on the Dan and, Dan and Aaron have both been on it. So he has, uh, he, he, they have a topic of the week, or uh, some sort of scientific topic, and you'll have a couple of experts from, uh, from physics on it. And then they'll have a guest who doesn't know anything about it. And it's about then explaining this technical topic to the, the, the guest person and then having a dialogue about the science. So mm -hmm. I was on it. Uh, talking about glass science with uh, uh, with a, a graduate student from Texas as my, the, my co-expert, and uh, Bobak uh, was the for, for, Bobak Horseman, right? Yeah, not Bobak. Bobak for, for you said it recently. He, he's he's the Mohawk guy from the uh, from the Mars landing. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so uh, so I've been on, on Ben's great, but just ask weird mm -hmm. questions. Uh, <laughs> Joanna Curtis Yay. chimes in with, uh, how come you are so good? How come I am it's so It's a hard-hitting question. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah, I, you know, I got a reputation, right? Yeah. Uh, Dan Dan and I had a, had some heart-to-hearts, and I've had some good discussions with Jeff, and 
Dino and, uh, and, and th that sort of is kind of bled into the podcast and also into the online community, I know. When you get love, you give love, and that brings the best part of yourself out. Yeah, it, it goes a lot back to what, what Steve Donnelly was, was plugging back in the day with oh. give more than you take. And vice versa, because I said when you get love, you give love, but you give love, you get love. Yeah. Or you get jerks, but you throw those you can throw those away. But then your other love can, can help protect against those jerks. Right. Yeah, because loving I, yourself also. Exactly. Right. And I think uh, why, why am I so, quote, good or not? Um, I've been on a journey, you know, um, uh, to get where I'm at as as a trans person, as a scientist, as a as an artist, as just you know a, a, a person who's got a lot a lot of a lot of bad things have happened to me over my life, but a lot of good things as well. And I guess I somehow those things all summed up inside of me, just, just to led to I, I got a lot of empathy. Hey Jane, what's your take on GMOs? I think that's genetically modified organisms. Is that mm -hmm. what? I'm not as in I think in the vegetable area. Well, it I, so I'm reluctant to get into this because I mean people ask me science questions about sciences that I'm not an expert in, so I'm just a consumer. Can I ask sort of ask my own question that might be easier to answer because it's not just a. Wouldn't it be cooler if corn had like tentacles? Like something crazy going on? It was they like do corn. have something crazy going on. They're corn! They're corn! They've corn got children is, in them! Corn is weird! Oh. There's children in the corn. <laughs> um, Boom. Uh, okay. But what is the difference between, because like broccoli doesn't exist outside of a farm, not in the way that we think of broccoli. So isn't that a GMO? So all words are just you know, things that we decide that they're going to mean something, right? Yeah. Um, and the word I'm interpreting GMOs in this context to mean stuff that where they've actually gone in and done some non-breeding non modification to the organism. So they've taken traits from some other organism or some other uh, activity and put it specifically directly into the DNA of the thing without it evolving for, over some sort of a more of a natural stepwise mm -hmm. type of thing. Um, you could... You could GMO something that would ideally be what you would end up with after generations of breeding, mm -hmm. potentially if you had that way to do it. But you could instantly create a Honeycrisp just in a lab. Potentially, right? <clears throat> if, you, if you knew which, which genes to modify, where, where to splice up the DNA and put it back together, you could just arrive at that. But CRISPR, that's actually the Honeycrisper. Honeycrisper, that's... Uh, CRISPR is the technology that they're using to do that kind to, of thing. To slice up <laughs> Honeycrisper. That's good. <laughs> we can put things up out, things get out into the, out into nature that we created that nature has never seen, and we don't... We don't have the foresight, and we aren't doing the experiments often enough. Like a to species that yeah, would kill something else. Exactly. Then, we don't understand the system. And that species wiped out, and the whole ecosystem's gone. Well, that's what they're starting to see potentially with some of these modified uh, like grain crops that are resistant to bugs, but then the bugs are eating it, and the bugs are dying, and that's causing problem maybe for the honeybees. Or, or I mean, we we we, oh, we don't understand the, the living systems that we're a part of well enough. To be just going maybe in we and should wait it them. out. Maybe like what exactly. if what yeah. if we just did like thinking science where we think about it a lot <laughs> and then and then if we're like hmm this like 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 sit down in a room with people and just be like here are the things that could happen and if this is even a possibility let's wait it out. Yeah. Why don't we? 
because uh, there's too much of a draw to commercialize and make money for people. When you're when you're in engineering school, that's what you learn about what we call assessing risk, and but ultimately. Uh, the speed that things make it to market that get out into the world isn't going to be based on, uh, uh, isn't going to be based on the on those sort of real deep uh, understandings. Ultimately, someone's going to make the decision whether or not you can sell it or not. Anything else? Um, yeah. What advice would you give a Harmenian getting ready to deal with a lack of Harmontown? And how would you teach us to make friends? We can be so lonely. Aww. Yeah. Oh, but honestly. Wait, three, two, one. Aww. Aww. That's so, well, one Sorry. thing you can do, <laughs> one thing you can do is no, you can no, make no. a podcast and you can listen No, we're to doing the, that. No. Listen no. to the podcast. I was literally, yeah, literally, literally the answer is this podcast. This podcast. Yes. No. This is. Stop. Stop trying to do simultaneously. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's the community. It's the community. Um, like, and another, and this is this is a particular type of podcast that's sort gonna, of fan source. Me, we're uh, bringing Medicon. people back. We're gonna like talk to all the get as many as we can. We, we at the moment of recording, Jesus is in the bag, and we're he's he's gonna be recording Jesus with Diaz us from uh, from SpaceX. Yeah, we've talked he's to him. He's a... super excited for it. So this is the reason we're making the show for ourselves as well. That it's, you are not alone in feeling that. You you're are not, not alone. You are not alone. Yeah, and this is all about. Bringing that community into another more, uh, more durable, maybe more durable, more. I don't want to say condensed, localized. It's a meta spinoff. What we're doing it's is a, a, meta a meta spinoff of Harmontown because we're taking all these community members and then we're gonna just roll with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, whether it remains being about Harmontown or grows into something brand new that's beautiful, this is a way that you can continue being part of the community, and I'm. I, I'm doing this for me, too. I want to continue being part of the community, and this is how we know to do it. And this is, that's why I'm here, is because I, I, I've really enjoyed having the special role in the community. I want to continue to, 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 to serve in that, in that position as sort of the super fan. And um, I'm really happy that, as, as, I mean, as big a fan as I am, and Devin is, is if you don't know it or not, I, I haven't been on the community a whole lot. I, I mean, I, I used to do... I did fan art when I, a, a long time ago. And some videos. And some videos. Yeah, I've, I've done some animations. I've done some fan art. But and I've now never, you're doing more animations. I just recently joined the Reddit. Just recently joined the Facebook um, for the very first time. Um, and so this is kind of my first big dip into communicating with the fan base. Right, but underneath that all, you, I, I would challenge anybody... Or have you challenged anybody <laughs> to, to a cage fight, an Armenian cage fight, in terms of recognizing quotes and making connections and just being uh, being plugged into the Harmonverse generally? I'm pretty how sure many, Devin's many... seen every show more than once, every single one. How many times a day do I like? Oh, you know what? That it's like Harmon said in that one time. <laughs> Several times a day on it. No, I joke. don't want to like... annoy you, but like I just constantly I'm like, oh, this this reminds me of this or this. I I some sage advice to and, give to you, Amber. But, but I learned also from keep this in mind episode. That you have a lot of friends that we've met in person and gotten to know that maybe not through the, the websites, but just communities build because you from, make friends. From the Jane meetups that I've tagged yeah, along with. Right, I mean, back to more the, the, the face-to-face, the reality side of it. Because that's part of a community, too. It doesn't have to just be online. No, and I'd love to see, I'd love to see more of that. I'd like to see Moonbase Beta uh, Moon Colony Beta be uh, something that is 
that has its own is meetups it as well. I think moon, moon base. Moon? I think moon colony beta is too many syllables. Moon, 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 ba- moon base beta. And yeah. then also, it's it's moon base beta, not a space podcast. Yeah. With yeah, we've got Devin a little. We've got some colons. We got some colons. Day. Yeah, well, we'll... <laughs> and double B. We'll, yeah, we got two columns between the two of us. Um, M double B. Yeah. Right? We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure yeah. it out. It's but but, but the, the, the point is that the moon base is is a is a hyperspatial thing, right? You, wherever you are, you're there. And when you can bring... No matter where you go, there you are. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, that's smart. Another tie-in. Uh, so that 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 that's uh, that's absolutely going to be a part of this going forward. That uh, back to the to, to the point of the question, um, what can you, what am I going to do? The Harmon Towns ending. I'm going to keep it going with the the essential parts of it that I can participate in, which is the fandom, the community, the love, the the, the nerds full of love that that Dan helped us help to knit together. We do, we that I don't think that the show on a weekly or a monthly basis is necessary for us to go forward and be ourselves mm-hmm. and be with each other. This is just this podcast just hopefully gives us a little bit of a a stone that we can all hold to a little bit. A little bit of a the dot 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 after Harmontown. Like what's next? And it's a continuation, but it's a it's a new it's a new thing as well. We're what comes after the semicolon, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Harvard Town, yeah. so, semicolon. And and I mean like if, and 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 then one of colon. the things that you're gonna miss is is those people. So that's hopefully what we're gonna bring. Yeah. Yep. So that's that answered for that question. Um Um Passion Corner. I think we sort of covered that, but like, we can well, do like an impromptu da 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 Passion Corner. What are you super into right now? Like, what? What are my passions right what now? What are your passions right now? Like, it can be, um, <laughs> what are you into? Like, it can be your job, or it can be pop culture, or it can just be things that you've been thinking about. What what what's been on your mind? What what have you been about recently? So I've been really enjoying um, a. a uh, an artist, a music, uh, music, uh, a guy named Spunkshine. Uh, Gross. <laughs> Spunkshine, S-P-U-N-K-S-H-I-N-E. Isn't spunk also mean come? Possibly. If, if you all. There's a can... lot of things that can mean a lot of things. But like spunk... wumper dankles. Amber. <laughs> you, even on this podcast. <laughs> Remember that post though. <laughs> wumpa dumpa fuckalongs. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that's, I really a very, like that's a very specific. It's a, it's a, it's a electronica, a little bit a uh, little bit dubstepy, but really creative and uh, and and uh, and fun. So I, I, I check out Spunkshine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also uh, preparing. A new, I don't think you, you know. I, I, I'm I'm going to have my first solo show for, of my art. I know. Uh, it came up. I got a, got approval for it. It's gonna be at the uh, thank you, thank you, at the uh, Webster's Coffee Shop in State College, New York. I'll be having a solo show in January. Yeah, so so I'll I'll, I'll be showing my uh, uh, paintings and digital work and some of my uh, glass sculptural work mm-hmm. uh, in in the gallery there. So I'm Radical. excited to be kind of pulling all that together. We'll definitely have to bring you back when after that to see how it all went. Yeah, see if people like the yeah. appreciate it. How's how's the website been? 
Faring, the website that I designed for you on, on Squarespace. Yeah, uh, janecook.org. Uh, I get inquiries from time to time through it. I'm really happy with what you did. I, I like the, uh, it, it, it puts a fun take on it. It's not, because I'm not, I'm not a serious artist in, in the way that a lot of my artist friends are. I'm not trying to make a living at it. I, I have the, the freedom to have a day job, I suppose. Um, but I like to put my work out there and talk about it. And mm -hmm. uh, my webpage gives me a chance to do it, but with a, a very a Divinian flavor to the uh, to the presentation and the humor, so that, that, that's a, that's a that's a nice way to see what I'm up to. At work, um, Ed's given me my my the sous chef. He's given me the um, nickname of Devonian, which is fun. Nice. And oh, it's I like, how did you know what my favorite period was? The Devonian. Period. Devonian period. Cool. Mm -hmm. So that's most. I mean, that that's and we talked about my job, so I'm I'm getting into. What it's like to live in central Pennsylvania and and uh, Central's, never mind. Central Centralsvania. Centralsvania. Yeah, that works pretty good. Pennsylvania, Centralvania. Centralvania. Pen pen yeah. Yep. Pentacentral. Pen <laughs> Pentacentralvania. <laughs> Petrocentral. Pen Metrosexualvania. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I want to go be, there. That that's a lot of what it's. What it's there's a lot of metrosexuals. Have you ever in been Central to Scranton? Uh, I've driven through Scranton. I, I got see... in a car accident there once. Oh, cool. Was, did you hit Meredith? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, no. I just saw that. Just like, I that just Actually, you were that. there. We were taking your brother down to college in New York, and I backed up into a motorcycle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was in Scranton. I didn't realize I was Scranton. Yeah. So you've been to Scranton. Apparently. Um, so that's my passions right now. Mm -hmm. Just uh, also, been, well, I've also been listening to, in addition to Spunkshine and and the other electronic music I listen to all the time, I've been getting back into some classical music, some old white guys, uh, music, but also Clara, the uh, best kind, Clara Schumann. Uh, yeah, the the because. <laughs> oh gosh, that's a V. <laughs> sorry. You just turned into a sim. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Hulu, Hulu, <laughs> I just, I was like, that's racist. I was right. I know. We could, we could so, see what happens with that. We'll see what happens. My brain stopped working. <laughs> if, if that was loud enough, I think I should be kept in. Um, but no. listening um, to classical music again, because it's something, it's been, it's, it's been a little lonely down in Pennsylvania. So mm -hmm. I moved away from you guys and I have some friends that I'm getting to know down there, but it's, it's some quiet nights. And uh, classical music is something that got me through lonely times in high school a lot. And so going back and listening to some of that music oh, has been helping me out a lot. Oh, lonely times in high school. Yeah. Um, Brahm, Brahm, Brahms and Shostakovich got me through high school, so it's fun to go back to those. If you're looking for some cool jazz, can I suggest Yoko Kano's scoring for Cowboy Bebop? You can. It's I like, think you've shared what, at least I've, I've shared like a the, few songs yeah. with you, but that's some of the best jazz I've ever heard. Yeah. But um, you should look that up on Spotify or, or something. Cool. Thanks for the plug. Mm -hmm. um, that's my passions. That's your passions. And that was a corner. That, yeah, and th and that's about it. Other than just wrapping. And we've it up. talked ourselves into a corner. Yeah. Time to wrap up. There's not much else to, to, well, I mean, obviously there's plenty more. What a great catchphrase at the end of your episodes. We've talked well, that's the passion corner, and we've talked ourselves into a corner full of passion. Oh. Thank you for listening.
We, we need also, some alone time now. But we need some alone time now. <laughs> we, need, we need a break. <laughs> we need... My brain stopped working, we need a bit. like, there's, about a half hour ago. There's a time in the My Brother, My Brother and Me TV show um, where they actually, they as a bit, they brought in a tarantula, but Travis is deathly afraid of tarantulas. He'll die? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'll die. She, okay. That was a joke. Amber was that, making a joke. That was a joke. Yes. <laughs> you were like, it was no, so Amber. Sincere. It's okay. <laughs> it was such a sincere thing. No. Um, I was joking. Okay. Um, but yeah, he's very afraid of spiders. And they brought it in, and they thought it'd be funny. Oh, dangle it in front of Travis. But Travis, like, died. That fucking died. And so that was the end of the show. Um, but they, they brought it in and sort of scared him with it, made fun of him and stuff, and it actually led to him, like, he punched Griffin. Like, like really cause, punched. Because they were, like, not in the face, but, like, hurt him. Because he was like, oh, look, Travis, it's Spider. He's like, no, get out of the way, punch, punch Griffin. And then they actually, then it just cut right there and picked up with them, like, standing outside, and they're like, <laughs> Okay, everybody, so what just happened, uh, the, the energy got really dark in there, and uh, Travis did a hit, and um, we just well, had to cut it, we had to get outside, get I, some fresh air, I have some brother that's a time. parent move, though. They, they did their own parent move, where they're like, yeah. okay, stop, Clint go Clint would be out, ha- go proud outside. of them. Yeah. We had to cut, have some brother time, uh, <laughs> talk about things, let, let it out, um, um, That's pretty bad out, though. Hey, hey, Dad. Hey, Dev. When's your next haircut? It'll be in about three weeks, probably. Sounds like fun. Yeah. So thanks, thanks very much for having me. It's been a lot of fun. I'm really like excited for what you, what you kids, what you millennials are doing here. Millennials. And uh, I'm, not as I'm much kids anymore. Just to support. Well, you're married, so you can't really call. You, I call everybody kids. If you're under fifty-four, you're, <laughs> you're a kid to me. Uh, so yeah, no, it, um, yeah, th- this is awesome. Thank you. Yay! Thank you for for getting this going. Thank you for this listening. Is, uh, it's just and thank the, you for being here. Just like even like doing one episode has been such a fun experience. Yeah. And I'm like really excited because we do have some people on board. So this is actually gonna like this is really exciting. I'm I'm having a great time and I'm, I'm having an forward. okay time. <laughs> it's just okay. I'm kind of over this whole dad thing. <laughs> I'm glad that you're enjoying it. <laughs> Let's end it there. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for watching, and listening. make sure to join it. Oh, listening. Listening. Wait. <laughs> Maybe you're watching something now. Yeah, but thank you so much for uh, tuning in, and uh, make sure to check out the next one. Uh, bye. Bye. Moonbase Beta signing off. Oh, that's gonna be used every time. <laughs> <laughs>